Yesterday we were talking about a lot of different areas of mental health. One being, do we need to reopen psych hospitals? And it was interesting to hear from people who worked in mental health care facilities. It was interesting to hear from individuals who had family members who suffered from mental health disabilities. So... After the show, I got a text which said, Mike, catching the end of your show, RE Mental Health. Thanks for meeting this head on. I'm part of an organization that's advocating for a publicly funded national disability insurance plan for all those with long-term and chronic disabilities. And again, that is roughly 6.2 million people. And one of the other stats that our next guest presented was that it's estimated that half of our homeless population has a brain injury. We got an opportunity to sit down with Hubert Van Niekerk earlier today from Every Canadian Counts. That's the organization, Every Canadian Counts. Here's Hubert talking about where an idea like this, and again, it would be a national disability insurance plan that is publicly funded, and it would be for those with long-term and chronic disabilities not just mental disabilities but disabilities so here again is hubert talking about where an idea like this even started all right it started in about 2014 and this is when our uh, chief executive officer went to australia to look at the program that they have there which they call the national disability insurance scheme it was just in the beginning stages and today it is fully implemented. They fully implemented it in 2017. And uh, it's been running very successfully since. They have a budget now of about $34 billion a year in Australia. And what's the goal in this? The goal is to support um, disabled people that have long-term and chronic disabilities. So many of that um, that are not covered today. In Australia, there's currently, I think, 575,000 people on the plan, and 135,000 had never even received support before. So it's uh, it's something that will put need at the beginning of uh, what people require. So it's not based on diagnosis necessarily. It'd be on a functional analysis that says this person needs this to have a, a decent life. So whether that's autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, uh, any of those that um, that you might name would, would fall under, uh, under this type of a, a program. Hubert, for anybody who maybe doesn't have experience with a family member or a friend who might fall into a position like you were just describing, somebody who could make use of a program like this, they might say, hey, there, there isn't a need for this. Everything's covered. You realize pretty quick, that's that's not quite true. What are you finding in that way? Yeah, I don't think you have to use your imagination to think that not too many of us are going to get out of this life without some kind of disability. And if they don't have a family member uh, with a severe disability, you know, I suppose they can count themselves lucky. But it can happen at any time to anybody, with anybody. So this program uh, would cover somebody as soon as they're born. 
Um, so instead of waiting uh, for diet, you know, for all these other things that a lot of people have to wait for, um, it, it would be from birth, from cradle to grave. And, you know, the other question a lot of people ask, and maybe there's a question you're going to ask is, how is this funded? And um, if you think about employment insurance, it's deducted at the source. Canada Pension Plan, it's deducted at the source. So this would be another deduction that every wage earner would pay. It would go into a separate fund, just like they have in Australia, separately managed, and the governments can't touch it as far as, um, you know, when governments changed. I think they've already tried in Australia, but uh, the last government got voted out when they started to meddle around with it a little bit. So it's a program that... If you need it, it's there. So that's why it's, it's, it's like an insurance program. So think about it as car insurance. You don't want to drive around without car insurance because you never know if you're going to get hit. And um, you need it, and you may think, oh, I'm a careful driver, but that's not exactly how disabilities work. It's not often your choice. We're talking with Hubert Van Niekerk from Every Canadian Counts. Hubert, where does everything stand right now in Canada in trying to get something like this initiated? We've, um, over the last, you know, I started with uh, Every Canadian Council about three years ago. And between, uh, you know, 2014 and now, there's, there are several members of Parliament, MPPs, that are on board with this, uh, certainly have uh, shown great enthusiasm about it. Um, we need to continue pushing members of Parliament, um, you know, from all governments, so that... You know, right now we're trying to get uh, what we would call um, champions in every area where persons with disabilities or disabled people would meet with their member of parliament, maybe once a month or whenever they can, to tell their personal story. You know, why the current system isn't working, why they don't have enough to to live, why they don't uh, have enough to get good therapy, whatever they need for their for their disability. You know, and this would also cover caregivers so that, you know, if you're the parent, um, you would um, you would have enough, uh, just like a caregiver would be paid, or you can elect to have that you would hire a caregiver so then you could actually yourself go back to work or go to school or go fishing, I suppose. But it's not left up then to the individual or the individual's family people that love them, to look after them and care for them financially. This should be a community uh, a thing to look after, and uh, that's, that's what we believe, and um, it's the right thing to do. We're talking with Hubert Van Niekerk from Every Canadian Counts. Hubert, one last thing, and that is how do we go about finding out more? Our website's one of the best places, everycanadiancounts.com. Um you could also uh, email Hubert VN, as in Victor Norman, Hubert VN at everycanadiancounts.com. And um, we'd be more than happy to let anybody know that, uh, you know, what the next steps would be and help them along the way. But we need, you know, we need buy-in from all the political parties. In, in Australia, when they put this to Parliament, uh, they did a referendum and about 85% of the population believed that this was the right thing to do. So they were 85% of the population agreed that this needs to go through. And every political party voted for it. 
So it was unanimous support. Once the general public gets to know about it, to say, well, wait a second, you know, like, this is a great program. So that's what we want here for Canada. We wanted to have unanimous support and uh, a huge part of the population to see it as, you know what, this is like another deduction. Uh, sometimes, you know, another deduction does cost money, but it's, it's probably the best insurance that a person would ever get. And it's, it would be separately uh, managed, you know, not by any private company. It's a government uh, organization or it's uh, that was another division that was created to look after the fund. Hubert, thanks so much for talking about this with us today. And thanks for bringing to light the initiative. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for the opportunity. I'd be happy to uh, explain any further at any time. Thank you. We'll talk again. That is Hubert Van Niekirk. Every Canadian counts. It's a nonprofit organization. So check it out if it's something that you're listening to now and, and thinking, yeah, you know what? This this would make a difference. And it's it really is pennies of glass. You can say, oh, well, there's another deduction. Yeah, but if it's pennies of glass and everybody's chipping in, uh, let's look at it in that perspective. And we'll watch and see what happens in Australia. Hubert's a volunteer with Every Canadian Counts.